0: dig a bit a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of god's word for a bit we are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen our host is cindy Colley from the now grab your bible and let's dig in Well, from where I'm sitting in my bedroom in Huntsville, Alabama, it is a very stormy night in mid-February 2019. This is our third digabit for month six of our study of authority for 2018-2019. I'm excited that you're along. And we are speaking this evening about question number one in the month six study. We're talking about restoration this month. And this lady writes in and says that she's part of a group of sisters who've been studying the book. For many years and she says that in this chapter we're stressing the difference between restoration and reformation that's true and in the chapters assigned which we're speaking right now about second Chronicles 29 to 32 there are so many signs of restoration but she says she's also seeing changes that were made that were not according to the original law for example in 2nd chronicles chapter 29 verses 34 and chapter 30 verse 3 and we're talking here about Hezekiah's restoration of worship according to the mosaic law of the passover of the priesthood just in general his father Ahaz had directed Israel so far away actually Judah so far away from what worship was supposed to be what consecration to god was supposed to be what holy living was supposed to be that they were a very it was a long arduous task to set it right again and so in second chronicles 29 verse 34 and chapter 30 verse 3 it's noted that here there was an exception made to the priests who were performing the duties according to verse 34 of chapter 29 There were too few priests, so they permitted some of their Levite brothers who were not consecrated to help them until their work was done. And then, example number two. In second Chronicles chapter 30 the first four verses of that chapter Hezekiah assigned the Passover to be celebrated one month later than it was originally supposed to be celebrated Passover was normally to start on the 14th day of the first month and of course that's according to Leviticus chapter 23 verse 5 so the question is if we're stressing the importance of restoration here we do notice that there were some exceptions made to adhering to the details of the law as given back in the book of leviticus so the question is asked then is it okay for us to change things is it okay for us when we come upon a difficulty in carrying out the details of what god has given us is it okay for us to change for instance um if we have a hard time finding a location to meet on a sunday would it be okay for us to just observe quote the lord's day the sunday worship on a different day of the week or perhaps if we maybe can't find men who meet every qualification to be elders is it just okay for us to go ahead and Appoint elders who don't meet every detail of the qualifications Those are the kind of questions we're thinking about if we're looking at 2nd Chronicles chapter 29 and 30 and the way there that they didn't fully Meet two particular details of the Levitical law there. Well, I want to say this of course there is one huge overriding difference between their restoration and ours today. And that is that the word of the Lord was continually coming to them through the prophets and sometimes through the kings, sometimes through the priests, but especially through the prophets. They were in a time of continual revelation, continual even alterations sometimes coming from directly from heaven and that is not the case with us today we see some examples in the day of hezekiah when we know for sure that revelation was continuing at that time in chapter 30 verses 18 to 20. Uh, we read Hezekiah talking to the Lord, and he says, The good Lord pardon everyone that prepares his heart to seek God, the Lord God of his fathers, though he be not cleansed, according to the purification of the sanctuary. And the Lord hearkened to Hezekiah and healed the people. Listen to that. They were not cleansed properly here. Hezekiah makes a plea to the Lord, and the Lord, through divine revelation, Agrees and so he has a continuing voice from the Lord and of course the Lord can alter anything He wants to alter if he's continuing to speak to people he can't he is God and so he can say whatever he wants to say and here in 32 verse 21 the Lord sent an angel which cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and the captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. Here we have God coming in miraculously and delivering not only a message of defeat, but actually defeating the Assyrians there. And in 32 verse 24, in those days, Hezekiah was sick to the death and he prayed to the Lord and he spake unto him and the Lord gave him a sign. And you'll remember he extended the life of Hezekiah at that time. And it wasn't if Hezekiah had to wonder if the Lord was answering his promise. The Lord miraculously spoke to and showed people what his will was in that day we have it abundantly over in second kings chapter 19 which is another chronicling of the same era of time in chapter 19 beginning in verse 32 then isaiah this is isaiah the prophet who is giving this very certain continuing revelation that's what it was no question about it Isaiah, the son of Amos sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, That which you've prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, I've heard. This is the word that the Lord has spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, has despised you and laughed you to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at you. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed, and against whom have you exalted your voice and lifted up your eyes on high, even... Against the Holy One of Israel. By thy messengers thou hast reproached the Lord, and hast said, With the multitude of my chariots I am come up to the height of the mountains to the sides of Lebanon, and will cut down the tall cedar trees thereof, and the choice fir trees thereof, and I'll enter into the lodgings of his borders, and into the forest of his carmel. I've digged and drunk strange waters, and with the sole of my feet have I dried up all the rivers of besieged places. Have you not heard long ago how I've done it and of ancient times that I've formed it? Have God here speaking through the prophet Isaiah in continuing revelation. Now I've brought it to pass that thou shouldst be to lay waste, fence cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were of small power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field and as the green herb as the grass on the housetops and as the corn blasted before it be grown up. But I know your abode and you're going out and you're coming in and your rage against me because your rage against me and your tumult is coming to mine ears. Therefore, I will put my hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips and I'll turn you back by the way which you came and this shall be a sign to you. You shall eat this year such things as grow of themselves. And in the second year that which springs of the same, and in the third year sow ye and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruits thereof. And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward and bear fruit upward for out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant. And they that escape Out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with a shield, nor cast a bank against it. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return. And shall not come into this city, saith the Lord, for I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And so it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians a hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. It's very important to note as we're looking at Hezekiah's time, the way God communicated his will of restoration was very different than the way he has communicated it to us today. 2 Timothy 3 tells us that we have the verbally inspired, the God-breathed Word of God that's profitable to us for doctrine reproof for, for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god may be complete thoroughly furnished to every good work we have that which was once for all delivered first corinthians 13 we have that which is perfect And so that which is in part the miraculous that's all spoken about in 1 Corinthians 13 has been done away. We have the once for all delivered will of God, the permanent testament of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have the will that goes into effect after someone dies and is never changed, by the way, after someone dies. I am uh, right now the executor of of a will of an estate and i have no right none whatsoever to go back and change one jot or tittle of what has been written in that will and signed by in this case my father after someone has died and jesus did and now we have his last will and testament and that cannot be changed. We do not have continuing revelation today. We have a completed will. So God's will regarding our restoration of New Testament Christianity is not a continuing revelation. It's not one where God steps in and says, I've decided to do this to the king of Assyria and I'm gonna show you that it is my will by sending an angel. God doesn't step in and change his will for restoration or alter it or give permission or license for us to look at a detail and tweak it in any way because we don't have continuing revelation now would god ever make an allowance or grant forgiveness when we are striving for restoration doing our best and somehow we might make mistakes and do better as we learn and as we grow well i think for those who have been baptized for the remission of sins and entered a covenant relationship with god there are going to be times when we are striving to worship correctly when we are striving to do his will and we may make mistakes and we may fall short in some detail Well, I believe that's what the continual cleansing is about. I don't believe we can remain in any sort of uh, ignorance of the details of God's uh, revelation about the restored church because he's given it to us in clear terms. And so as we study and grow, we are part of the restored New Testament church. But if we're doing our best, if we are worshiping studying growing doing our best then he keeps on cleansing us first John chapter 1 verse 7 we have no avenue of course though to alter the instructions as Hezekiah did in that time of incomplete revelation and continuing revelation we cannot go to God today directly for quote permission to change to alter what god has once for all delivered we must do our best while working toward complete and full restoration of his New Testament church. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you're having a good month of study. I'm looking forward to the podcast just in a few days. Have a great week. If you find yourself in Huntsville, Alabama, we'd love for you to worship with us at West Huntsville Church of Christ at Providence, 1519 Old Monrovia Road, Northwest. Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m. followed by Bible classes for all ages. We meet again at 5 p.m. for evening worship and at seven on Wednesday night.